This episode of the FS Podcast is brought to you by CBS All Access. Looking for a new streaming service to add so you can watch more stuff? Check out CBS All Access. Hit up infamouspodcast.com slash CBS and you can get a free one-week trial to CBS All Access and check out things like Star Trek Discovery, Picard, Survivor, um, you know, all the other cool stuff that CBS has to offer. Star Trek Discovery, I said that already. You should really watch that. Um, yeah, so hit up infamouspodcast.com slash CBS to learn more. Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. And this is Daryl. And this is on the other side of 250 episodes. <laughs> so we survived the apocalypse. Uh but- yeah, the Infamous Podcast defeated the apocalypse straight up Scooby Gang style. So if you need any tips, as in Daryl Daryl died. Daryl died, and we had to resuscitate him Buffy style. <laughs> <laughs> she died in like every single apocalypse they had. Pretty much. So I mean, yeah. and the way she died in the series went out on such a high note like that. That was so cool. I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> You know, like I, I, I joke about that, but like, you know, I, I, I actually don't mind season six and seven. So, you know, and, and season six gave us the musical episode. So sweet. Oh, love the musical. So, yeah, it's, it's all good. Um, all righty. So and, see, and remember, season seven gave us Felicia Day. Yeah, but she wasn't like smoking hot Felicia Day like she was in the guild yet. But you know what? I still like. Every time she was on screen, I still remember that. I'm like, who is this? I was like, yes, I like her. <laughs> who is the redheaded girl who keeps cowering in fear? Very interesting. <laughs> Daryl obviously has a type. So anyway. <laughs> All right. So this week we uh, we have no news bites. Our, our whole episode is essentially a news bite of just a roundup of DC fandom. Um. Yeah, I mean, we, we can just hop right into it. So before we started, Daryl, I was asking you, did you enjoy this more than uh, boring? Com- I mean, Comic Con at home. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and one thing that I, you know, I told you before we got on air is, it's only something like this when you're doing it virtually. There's only so much you can do because mm-hmm. there's nothing that beats that camaraderie that a lot of these actors have together when they're on stage together. You know, I've seen right. a lot of panels at Comic Con and everything, and yeah, I don't. I'm not a. I don't watch the, them all the time, but I watch enough, and I've seen enough snippets where you really get how close some of these, you know, co-stars are. Like, mm-hmm. for example, you know, Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles. You know, they're basically brothers, right? Supernatural. And watching though their, you know, when they're at Comic Con or whatever, it's you just can't get that, right? Um, from virtual. Yeah, I mean, you miss you miss all that stuff on stage and like the cool stuff, yeah. like like uh, Tom Hiddleston coming out, like kneel before me you quivering mules or whatever he called them um in hall h there uh i agree i thought this was much more interesting i did not watch a whole lot of either of this live i i really kind of i relied on um like some of the youtube channels that we we like um to you know kind of fill me in on what i missed from from reading um, yeah. I did make sure I, I caught like all like the trailers and stuff like as soon as they came out. So that was cool. 
yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, watching this, you know, watching some of this stuff just on the Brady Bunch Zoom type, you know, little segments or little screens, it just it doesn't have the appeal for me. So that's why I just took, you know, some of the summaries that I, you know, the, yeah. you know, some of the snippets that, that are out there. But like you said, some of the YouTube channels that we both follow and some of the breakdowns that way, I didn't watch like I possibly could have if right. it was actually live yeah and uh it felt like it feels like work you know when you're watching those zoom calls and stuff like that because yeah. like we both work remotely um and you know i mean i'm on teams all day long with you know multiple people and it's like okay this is just a lot like i like yeah I'm, I'm good i don't i don't need to i don't need to sit at my desk for 24 hours or you know be glued to my phone for 24 hours watching something that I can very easily go to the site the next day and, and get all the roundup stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah. All right. So I, in, in the description or in the show notes, I, I just talked about like this week on the podcast, we look at all the news out of the DC fandom, the good, the bad, and the downright head scratchers. Um, I only put the stuff I liked in the show notes. So I, I don't yes. know if you noticed, I left some things out. Um, yeah. So, like, I left out the Black Adam thing. That was a head-scratcher to me. Like, why even bother? Like, why not just have The Rock, like, record something and be like, hey, we're going into production on this date, this, this. Like, why the overdramatic, like, animatic? Because yeah. I'd rather see it as a cartoon, to be honest. Like, I don't really <laughs> want to watch The Rock play Black Adam. Because it's going to be... Well, do you mean The Rock play The Rock? Like no, it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be It's gonna be uh, Hobbs as black Adam, like, you know, he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to stick a lightning bolt up some bitch ass. It's like, okay, cool. I mean, you, you do you Rocky, you do you. But at the same time, like, no, <laughs> nah. <laughs> so it's like, a, I, I would, Oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say, say this. Oh, go ahead. Uh, or you gonna say? Oh, I was going to say on uh it's like on uh parks and rec when they go to grizzle and he's like, we don't like to say no around here. So it's more like, Nah, <laughs> nah, bro. Anyway, uh, that's such a classic show. Anyway, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But, but I, you know, I love The Rock for you know, and again, it's one. He's one of those actors that he is what he is, and his his charisma is great. I Absolutely. would hope, I would hope that he tones down some of his Hobbs Hobbsiness. Maybe he can't. I, I don't. I it's would in, like to impossible. See because I think he's like from a physical standpoint, he's like a perfect black Adam to me. Um, but like, and he has some, that charisma that I would expect from black Adam, but I want a little bit of that, you know, just that anti-hero, not the anti-hero like Deadpool mm -hmm. that makes the a quip here and there. I mean, an anti-hero that, you know, you know, you got a guy down, he'll kick him a couple times and not make a quip about it. So, like you said, it might be impossible to your point as far as the whole, you know, animated, whatever they did. That was very underwhelming. For yeah, me. it was completely underwhelming. Um, Like that was I wouldn't say it was bad, but like, yeah, underwhelming is a great, great word yeah. to use for that. Um, it, it was quite cheesy. Yeah. And then the flash thing with Ezra Miller. Flash fact. You shouldn't be in the movie. You're a assaulter. <laughs> you assault people on video. And we've seen it like. Harley Sawyer got let go for some bullshit he tweeted Much 10 less. years ago. Much less. Uh, you put hands on a person, dude. You should be out. O-U-T, out. And, like, yeah, the, yes, I am biased. I think he's a shit actor. But, like, you know, 
out. I like you know what's oh it was so bad that yeah. that was the worst thing and it's like you've never read the Flash once in your life someone told you to say that and you said it with the charisma of someone stepping in gum. <laughs> I will say about the Flash, I thought it was a nice little nugget that we found out that Batfleck is going to be back for that. Yeah, um, I mean, but that kind of got spoiled before, you know. That's, yeah, see, I know. That, that was the was problem. Say, like, yeah. like Warner Brothers cannot hold their load when it comes to an announcement, right? Marvel will shock you with that stuff, but like, yes, WB cannot at all be like, hey, element of surprise. Let's have Ben Affleck like hack the uh, hack the stream as Batman, <laughs> right? That'd have been fun. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. That would have made that would have made the list of the good stuff. Yeah, the the Flash. So have they even started? Do they have a script for that? Or well, uh, I don't even. Know I don't where, know. Where and they are. I that. mean, I've said I I do not like Flashpoint as a story. Uh, I no, it ruined I it ruined DC Comics. It it was you can go back and look at Flashpoint. And after episode, like week eight of the new 52, like it's just been downhill from there. And honestly, it's because the new 52 was not good. There were a couple good books. Don't get me wrong. But the idea to take and cram 70 years of history at that point into like a five year heroes have only been around for five years span. Yeah. But then they didn't yeah. change. They didn't change Batman's uh, history or Green Lanterns. So there, there had been five Robins in a five-year span. It's the worst makes- internship program of all time. <laughs> Either they're getting killed, getting injured beyond repair, yeah. or they're yeah. going off and Jason, doing whatever. Well, no, I mean Barbara. I don't think ever got. No, uh, yeah, she didn't ever get paralyzed in in that world, I don't think, if I remember correctly. But yeah, like Jason Todd died, became Robin, got beaten up by the Joker, blowed up by the Joker, came back to life thanks to Ra's al Ghul. And it's Ra's al Ghul, everyone. Not Raz, Ra's. Ra's, say it with me. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm fired up I did, tonight. <laughs> I, yeah, I did like Ra's al Ghul and uh, uh, Arrow season three. I will cut you, <laughs> I, Weensy. I'll show you the knife, dude. I have plenty of knives. So. Don't forget that. No, you I remember? No, 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 no. You remember um, old school? The the big fat black hand. <laughs> my mom says if I screw the ass up, she'll kill me, and she showed me the knife. <laughs> Best line in the whole movie. movie It's the best line in the whole movie. Um, But yeah, so, you know, it's just, uh, see, I've always, so Flash has always been a really near and dear character to my heart. I loved Barry Allen. I loved Wally West. Um, Back when I wrote for sciencefiction.com, like on the regular, I wrote a whole like op-ed about the Flash and like how great the Flash was and why the Flash was important to me. And like, as I was became a runner and and it became even more important to me and you know it it was always that like that Barry Allen you got to keep moving you got to keep pushing forward like that was like you know besides Steve Prefontaine that was the other weird voice I heard in my head when I ran um so you know I like I'm really like I'm really really disappointed with with run Brian run exactly um (laughs) dude it's not it's like it's not far off um, but no, I'm pretty disappointed in, in Warner Brothers for keeping Ezra Miller around. And I'm not like a cancel culture person. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, absolutely. We're not. Yeah. I just don't think he's right for the role. I don't, I, you know, if he, honestly, 
if they wanted to have like a grown up Bart Allen as impulse, I'd buy him mm-hmm. in the role. I would buy him in that role because he's frenetic. He's a little off his cuckoo. And, you know, it, it's just one of those things where that's what that character needs to be. Barry's methodical. Barry is he's a scientist. Yeah. And, you know, he's a CSI for crepe's sake. And uh, and yeah, so I don't know. Um, the other thing that kind of disappointed me was Zachary Levi. I didn't see that one. He where'd the swollenness go? Like his muscles are gone. He's back to like Chuck Bartowski size. It's like um, one. How do you lean out like that? I would like to. I'd like to get on that diet um, and workout routine. But like you know, I mean, in in Shazam, he was. You know, I mean, some of that was the suit, but most of that was him. Because if you remember him from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which he shot while he was training, um, mm-hmm. he was big dude. Like he was, you know, yeah. he broad shoulder, broad broad chest. You know, um, you know, he was that like perfect triangle that like you know, guys of a certain era tried to be. Um, right. And yeah, so I was I was surprised by that. So, so I guess what, it's so not really a disappointment. It's more like a head scratcher. Yeah. Like, are, when are you hitting yeah. the gym? When does when does this start? That's what I was just about to ask if they mentioned anything about one about Shazam two and also is he gonna have a bit role or any type of cameo in Black Adam? I have no idea. So I mean, okay. they were gonna put Black Adam out before they put put Shazam out. Um, That's what I thought. Yeah. Which you know, so I mean, I don't know if they've made changes to that story since since everything. Um, but yeah, it's uh. It, 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 that was just a weird like little thing that I was like, oh, okay, you're uh, you're 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 super skinny now, okay. So the intersect obviously has a high uh, high metabolism. <laughs> so he's back to regular size man, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> What's up, regular size man? <laughs> uh, but yeah, all right. So I mean, that was really like the stuff I was like, eh. I mean, I don't know. Did you have anything like that? No, uh, it's funny because I think I was, you know, I was telling you that some of the panels, I tried to start watching the flash panel. And again, it was mm-hmm. only 15 minutes long and I just, could, I'm just done with the flash. And yes, I know part of it, you know, the coup de gras or like, um, what's his name says in uh dragon ball zoo, the croup de grace mm-hmm. was when, you know, the whole Hartley Sawyer thing, but it, and I've told you how, the last couple years though the the writing in the flash has just gotten worse and worse and yeah i was just like after the end of last season which granted again covid made them have to make changes that they weren't going to make you know they had to rush things and tighten stuff up so i i get that that was a part of the issue for last season but overall just the direction it's i just don't like the direction they've taken in this show and i i just don't think i'm going to be watching it next year so I was, yeah. I was about to watch some of it and then you know you know some of the stuff you well no you told me it after the fact uh some of the stuff that, that like some of the actresses said and i'm just yeah. th- that was after like it was over and i could have watched because one of the like i follow the channel blind wave uh mm-hmm. and they they had a thing on it and i'm like nah i'm not i'm not gonna watch it. i'm not gonna waste my time on that yeah so, so i mean i don't i mean i don't I, I gave up on the DC superhero shows a long time ago, and I think for good reason. Yeah, I I, I will say Arrow. I'm I'm glad I, I liked how Arrow went out for the most part. 
Um, I think what they did for this season, it was kind of like an homage to the whole series in the sense of each episode kind of like touched on a villain from the past. And it made sense, you know, when you put in the crisis and all that stuff. So it wasn't, it definitely wasn't Arrow's best season, but it was, you know, it, it was probably the best season of Arrow for the last three years, I think. Yeah. So, but like to your point, I'm kind of over the DC shows. I might check out Stargirl if it comes on HBO Max. I don't know if it's on yet. There Maybe, yet, or... yeah. But I'm like, I, I'm waiting. So I was surprised they didn't talk about the transition plan from DC Universe to HBO Max at all during all of this. That, yeah, that because again, that's one of, you were talking about WB how they can't hold their watch. They also have issues with planning. Mm-hmm. Justice League notwithstanding, and we'll talk about the. Hope, hopefully the saving grace of Justice League, but the whole plan of their DCEU was just a shit show from the start. Right. And this whole rollout of HBO Max was one of the worst rollouts of a premium, uh, sub, um, not one of the, probably the worst, as far as I know, yeah. you know, as far as I've experienced, the worst rollout of a streaming service of someone as big as W Warner Brothers, someone with HBO and all this stuff, and they come out like that, like mm-hmm. really? Come on, people. Yeah. So yeah. So, so I'm not surprised they didn't mention anything about it nope. because they. It seems like they just like the executives there. They just. It seems like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So, no, I, it, you know, I I think that there's been so much shakeup, and I think that HBO, uh, or I'm sorry, AT and T, uh, wants it to be profitable, profitable, and so I think we're gonna see a dip in quality from HBO for a short term before they get back to the actual premiere television. At least we have uh, Netflix shows and um, pro- uh, Amazon shows. Yeah. I still got to watch power pack, power pill, whatever. The... Power... <laughs> Project, pa- Project, Project power. power. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, so um, real quick on that one, you know how we were talking about, it could be like push. Yeah. It was like push, but, push elevated a couple levels okay so i mean it was one of those movies that it had some good moments and then other moments that were like well i mean push was the worst case scenario yeah (laughs) so i I was so excited when when i saw the trailer for push i'm like oh yeah chris evans and dakota fanning Uh, you know i went to to go i went to see that in the theaters by the way i've really only liked chris evans outside of captain america maybe like one or two roles um gifted well, he was gifted really good in absolutely that. the gifted is is really the is yeah i think that is might be his best role um I think so. yeah and then in not another team movie as jake weiler uh, <laughs> so <laughs> oh and snowpiercer i liked him in snowpiercer yeah yeah he was, um, he, he was actually good in knives out he was a prick in knives out. i haven't seen knives is, out I, which geez. is which it was good oh why because it's ruined yeah come on <laughs> i told you i'm not i don't want to i don't even want to give that guy a stream I told you I was going to pirate the movie and just immediately delete it. Um, <laughs> so, which I did not do because that was effort. Uh, anyway, all right, let's talk to the stuff we liked. How about that? Yes, that's yeah. Okay, yeah, I need some. I need some positive in my life right so, now. So, and and so this list I sent you, I just kind of like hopped back and forth between the like the different things, right? Um, right. Genre type stuff. So. Just I'm going to go in the order that I have it here. So the first thing was The Suicide Squad. Um, we got a great Q&A with, with James Gunn and some of the cast. Um, James Gunn's enthusiasm for this movie was infectious. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm 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 not gonna say after seeing this I'm like super excited to see the movie, but I'm definitely more interested in the movie now, and it'll definitely be something I go see in the theater. Yeah, if there's anyone that can make some D level and F level characters interesting, it's James Gunn. I mean, he did it with Guardians of the Galaxy because let's yeah, be honest, I, I'm the only person I know who read Guardians comics. Yeah, I did not know. It. Well, you you know that. Like when I was like, what? Who are these people? I don't. Yeah, you know, I, I had heard about them, but I because you know I I would go to the bookstore and I would see the comics or the graphic mm-hmm. novels and see them, but I never read it. Uh, Like, I was the only one disappointed that they didn't give Drax his actual backstory or Quill his actual origin. Um, So So the Drax one is the one I was more disappointed Mm -hmm. in. And, you know, I've told you, like, all Drax is is a punchline now. And I honestly, I kind of hope he dies in Guardians 3 just because he I mean, he's a useless character now. So that was the one thing that I was disappointed that he never he's never really developed as a character. But. The, the point remains that James Gunn made these D-level characters that people, nobody knew, knew about right. and made them cool and interesting and just one of my top movies. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so I have an interesting take on the Suicide Squad. There are 17 members of Task Force X. Okay. I think yeah, three of them are covered in plot armor. I think the rest of them are expendable. So Harley Quinn, safe. Harley Quinn is safe. Absolutely. Um, would you? Are you counting Amanda Waller as one no, of those? No, no, she is as, not. Yeah, a, no, she's not. I don't even count member. her as. Yeah, she's she's okay. separate. Okay. I think she she's not going to die because she's the <laughs> Viola Davis is the actually the cornerstone of these movies if you really think about it. Oh, um, absolutely. no, absolutely she is. So so Marley Margo Margot Robbie as, as Harley Quinn is one. Jai Courtney mm-hmm. as Captain Boomerang is two. Yeah. And then um I think King Shark is the other one who's gonna have tons That's, of plot rubber. Dude, that is really funny. I was thinking of uh King Shark as well. I wasn't sure about the Captain Boomerang, but Yeah. Well I, was, I, I mean Shark, he was, I was he was he was, he was so popular. He was one of the few popular things. So I'm gonna call it right now. Peacemaker, John Cena, first character to die. <laughs> they should be a Vegas line for All this right. stuff. <laughs> Second person to die, Savant, Michael Rooker. I was gonna <laughs> Um I, I think uh yeah, I mean Nathan Fillion, um, the detachable kid is uh TDK it is definitely gonna die. Uh oh, I think I think Idris Elba's gonna die probably earlier than we think in the movie. Um but yeah, I think what it's gonna do is they're they're gonna save those three characters mm-hmm. for whatever the next Task Force X Suicide Squad movie is. Yeah, I yeah I, I think that's a a good guesstimate right there. And so. again, one of the one of my favorite. And I'm really that, hoping Rick Flag doesn't have any plot armor on him, and uh, you know, I mean, they can use live yeah. ammunition if they want. Your disdain for Joel Kinnaman is. Is it's getting to the legendary status? I mean, he's just not a good actor. He's not. <laughs> I mean, he's 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 always the same. Like if you watch him playing the the schmarmy presidential candidate in the house in House of Cards, or the weird person he played in The Killing, which I only watched three episodes of, or never watched that playing 
uh, you know, talk. Taki, Tak, Tak, uh, Takashi, and uh, yeah. Tak, thank you, and and um, also carbon. Which, all, by the way, yeah, I was can't. gonna call carbon fiber. Um, good. <laughs> uh, anyway, so why is it like he saw Joel Kenneman in his head when he went into the sleeve? Why wasn't it um Will Young or was that right? Was it Will Young? Was the what, say, the, say that again. When, 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 so when, when Joel Kinnaman was in the inside, like the sleeve, or not in the sleeve, when he was in the the little, like, you know, computer holding program, why did mm-hmm. he look like Joel Kinnaman? Why didn't oh, he look I like Takashi, like the actual Takashi? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't. Maybe it's because one of the things the um, what were they called? The envoys were able to do is they were able to get into any sleeve and be able to you know, work that sleeve basically almost instantly. So I wonder if, and again, this is, you know, tr- kind of like very flimsy right here, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that they did that so well, they became that person, even, you know, from a, they saw themselves as that person, even from a physical standpoint, even though we're talking about him being in a, the VR. Okay. And he saw him, maybe, I don't, I don't know, but like, that was one of the things the envoys did. That's why they were so special. Yeah. So I, cause I didn't read the book and they, I'm, they didn't yeah. really go too much into that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm fine. Like, you know, I'll, I'll be sad if, uh, Fula Berg, Borg, uh, gets killed as Javelin be just because I like Fula Borg from, um, you know, pitch perfect two and, um, at midnight <laughs> so when he was on the, oh, the perfect cr- too. yeah okay, he was he was in dsm he was the big yeah. giant guy and she's like well maybe you're yeah. too big i couldn't even mail you um <laughs> so great um so what i was saying before is like one of the things that the flash has done very well not from a cg standpoint necessarily because they're limited but from a storytelling standpoint i really like the episodes they've had usually like with king shark yeah it's been pretty cool. So yeah, King Shark yeah, is I, a cool character, and I think um, having him stick around would be a, a very interesting thing. Um, and we'll and we'll be talking about King Shark a little bit later. Uh, not we we will again, yeah. Game. So and you know, Steve Agee is a perfect voice for him. I, I don't know he. I don't know if you know who he is. He was in um he was in New Girl. He was the homeless guy who lived on their street. Yes. Yes. Um, he he was he was really really funny in the Sarah Silverman show. Um, he was one of her gay neighbors. Um, so I like I've, I've always I always get excited when I see him and he's a really funny stand up comic. So um, I think he'll be he'll be perfect for King Shark. Um, not excited that Pete Davidson is in this movie. Uh, that definitely affects the the enthusiasm a bit. Um, I'm excited. Idris Elba is there, but uh, they need to kill him. Right. He like having him overshadow everybody will not be fun i i think for for this movie um and then peter capaldi as the thinker is a very interesting casting especially since the flash like mucked that uh, one up so badly don't remind me so, oh god that was but, terrible and then of course uh sean gunn and and nathan fillion who are, are a couple of they're uh sean sean gunn is um like um his brother's Joe Pesci, right? He just kind of puts yeah. in everything. <laughs> and then Nathan Fillion is um, Gunn's uh, Al-, uh, Al Pacino, where he just kind of throws him in, in different roles. So, I wonder if he's going to have a uh, North Carolinian accent in this. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I, I'm, wait- I'm I'm hoping Kevin Bacon shows up. Um, 
because you know because uh, Gunn puts uh, puts uh, Kevin Bacon and stuff too. So so we'll see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Like like I said though, James Gunn's enthusiasm like definitely got me more excited. Um, but yeah, seeing Pete Davis. Uh, Davidson, sorry, uh, in there. I was kind of like, meh. Um, I, I really liked, I did really like that. Like, they had a three-minute kind of behind-the-scenes. Yeah, that I was cool. Before. That was really neat. That was really cool, too. So, so I, I think that I was excited. better than a trailer, too. Yes, it absolutely was. And I think that I am excited to see it. It's probably at a, you know, at you know from a 1 to 10. I'm probably at right with 6.5 right now Okay, for this movie. Definitely would go see it in the theaters again because James Gunn. Well, I'd like. I mean, I think this is one you have to see. Like, it's this is like something as big as this and ridiculous as this. You have to see in the movies theaters. Um, The other vibe I got from this movie, uh, watching the the behind the scenes trailer, was Mystery Men. You know what? With Ben Stiller and um, William H Macy and Hank Azaria. And Pee Wee yeah, Herman. I've only seen that in bits and pieces. Yeah. I've never watched, sat down and watched that movie so, from start. Ma- to mainly because, like, a lot of the, you know, I mean, you've got Polka Dot Man and uh, Javelin Man. and Savant, and then Peacekeeper or Peacemaker. Sorry, I keep calling him Peacekeeper. Uh, Peacemaker looks like, you know, he made his own costume and everything. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. So all right, let's move on. Uh, we're gonna go to the PlayStation now. Um, if you have an Xbox, suck it. PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation. Um, I love that. Right? Uh, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Uh, I'm 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 ready to pre I'm ready to pre order this today. Uh, and I hope they put like a figure out with it, like a six inch like uh McFarland figure. Oh, dude, um, that would be so nice. As a That'd as a pre order, so like as a you know hundred dollar yeah. pre order or whatever. Uh, yeah, so Batman is dead. Dead. And so he sends a, uh, uh, if you've received this message, I'm dead and the Batcave has been destroyed, but you're in the Belfry now. Uh, to Nightwing, Bat, well, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood, uh, that they have to fill the void. And it went on to be the coolest gameplay trailer than you'd ever expect. And it's got great villains. It's got Mr. Freeze. It's got Penguin. It's got... Uh, all this stuff, and then at the very end, you got the Court of Owls. Oh, I love that little stinger at that stinger at the so, end. That was yeah, with the little girl um, narrating it. Yep, yeah, doing the the rhyme, uh, whatever the the little poem about them. Yeah, but yeah, it, that it was it was really cool. It looks great. Um, it's rock steady, just like uh, um, or no wait, this was W Games WB Games Montreal. Uh, so I think it was Rock Steady still who did this because it's. From the the Arkham, mm-hmm. the uh, Arkham series. Team. yeah, the Arkham series and everything. So, uh, th- uh, there's a little controversy over who Robin is. Um, people are saying it's Damien, but I'm thinking it's Tim Drake because Tim Drake has been in the games all along. Yeah, and yeah, I wasn't sure about that either. Uh, just, but it, I, that makes sense, especially when like the age factor. Yeah. I'm assuming in so, Arkham Knight was Red Hood, right? It's Arkham Knight, Red Hood. I don't know. I didn't play that one, so yeah, I have I just, it. I just haven't played it. So yeah, I have all four of them. I need to brush off. Thanks, PlayStation Network, for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Woo! Um, but yeah, I, 
I really like the trailer and the you know the ominous tones mm-hmm. of you know I'm dead and yeah. you know I, I watched a couple people you know reacting to this and they're like we, they need to have Batman. It's like no, you don't necessarily need no, Batman. No, this is the everything. beauty of it. Yeah, um, it, and I love what they what I saw. And again, they gave us that gameplay trailer mm-hmm. where you saw some of the 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 you know the combination moves yep. that you can do. And I think it's co- it's co op. Yeah. Uh, and one of the this has been this is going to be like the next year or so for superhero games because yeah, again Marvel is it, yeah I just I just finished you know two weekends on the Marvel Avengers beta that comes out next Friday I think and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get that yeah but I mean like and you then, and yeah. I are definitely going to play this together yeah like yeah like you that know. like that combo move who, who was it it was Batgirl and Robin where yeah. she kind of like threw him in the air and then Robin came and slammed him mm-hmm. down stuff like that those you know kind of like you know old school wrestling moves yeah i mean i'll be my favorite character nightwing and you'll be your favorite character batgirl <laughs> and it'll be great but i, I want to play nightwing <laughs> no no daryl yeah. no bad daryl pretty yeah i think i like from a look standpoint i like i really like how the yeah. red hood, i've always liked the red yeah hood. redhead looks awesome like with the with yeah. the, the kind of vest thing there and the hood and everything over the mask um but yeah, it, it's exciting. It, it's it's cool. It looks nice. It looks like it's going to be a fast game to play, not like not to play through, but it's going to be like just a lot of action and a lot of you know learning and, and unlocking new things. Um, the and, scene where Batgirl rides up on the motorcycle and jumps yeah. off and goes into the attack, like it's like that's straight out of the comics and the cartoons, and yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. So and again, for a lot, there are some graphical things that mm-hmm. you know i saw people talking about but again this was like in the alpha pre-alpha build or something i believe that's what they said so there's yeah, this a lot is of pre-alpha. work to be done. This, this is just yeah. like hey um surprise like we have this game yeah. and we're actually kind of far along with it so yeah yeah and so it's not I, till 2021 so there's plenty yeah. of time and oh yeah there's plenty yeah. of time but like from what we saw i am definitely excited to see more mm-hmm. and definitely looking forward to get more information about this game absolutely all right so the next thing over to the comic book side of things they had a quote-unquote surprise dc comics panel um sunday 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 (laughs) um in the hall of heroes and it is the return of milestone comics uh are you familiar with milestone no i remember last week i was asking you when you know we were talking about the whole so milestone was the uh the brainchild of Dwayne mcduffie uh, it was Icon, Static, a bunch of characters like that. Um, I'm drawing a complete blank on the one that I really like. But anyway, I love Static. Static is one of my favorite characters. So the fact that we're getting another Static book has me excited. Um, and and it's not just comics. It's film, TV, and other media outside of comics. So if you're listening to Warner Brothers games, I would like a Static Shock game. Please. It can be mobile it can be desktop. It can be console. I don't care. I just want to play a game as Static Shock, like going through and fucking dudes up in Dakota City. Plain and simple. So if you have gear show up too, awesome. If not, I'm good with just Static against the rest of the Bang Babies. Um, if you base it off the cartoon, even better, because I think that'll be a better entry point to fans who maybe didn't read the comics. Um Speaking of, like, you know, we're talking about New 52 earlier. Like, the Static book was written and drawn by Scott McDaniel, and it was actually really good. And it was really interesting, and it only lasted six uh, six issues, and it made me so mad. Oh, jeez. Now, is Static – is that streaming somewhere? 
Uh, is that on uh, that? It's on the DC Universe app. Oh, okay. So, but it's not anywhere else right now. So I'm waiting for that to get to, like, I'm waiting for that to hit Max so I can watch that with Haley. Mm-hmm. So, because she'll really like that too, especially when um John Stewart shows up, especially the crossover with Batman Beyond and Zeta and uh the zeta project and all that so yeah it's uh like static is really cool character uh he was he he's been wholly underutilized in the the later seasons of young justice i wonder why that is uh because i remember Uh, watching the the cartoon when it was out and i actually enjoyed it i think it's because there's just so many characters and they want to focus on like the core six core seven Mm -hmm. um you know, but yeah, I mean, but he's in there. I mean, he's on the team. He he's he's he looks cool. He's got a cool costume and everything. Um, but yeah, no. So milestone, this is cool. And like, you know, this is the thing where like milestone was, um, you know, Dwayne McDuffie was black guy. Uh, if you don't know Dwayne McDuffie, if you liked Justice League Unlimited, you have him to thank for that. He wrote a ton of the episodes. He was the driving force behind Justice League Unlimited. Um. You know, he wrote a ton of great stuff. He's he's just he was an amazing guy and he passed away several years ago. And, and the comic world has ne- comic book world has never been the same since he passed on. Okay. I think his wife is involved with it, too, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah. All right. So back over to the movie side of things, we got a more extended look at the Snyder Cut. Hallelujah. Uh, that's his favorite song. Yeah. So Haley really likes that song. Um, she likes the. Uh, Jeff- I love that song. Yeah, me too. She likes the Jeff Buckley version, uh, which I I will concur is the best version. Um, but I blew her mind when I let her know there's like 21 verses to the song, and no one ever, almost nobody, does the same version of the song when they right. do it, which makes it even better. It's a living, breathing song. Uh, we did learn it's going to be divided into four one-hour-long parts, and then it will be edited together into a single film after all four of those parts are released. So I'm assuming they're going to do one a week, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's smart. That is, like, you know, I mean, it. it I, I would much rather watch an hour and come back here to talk to all you guys and Daryl about, like, is it good? What do I want to see out of the next hour? Um, mm-hmm. This isn't any better than what Joss Whedon did. What the fuck? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so but, my expectations but, uh, are so low. Um, see, I, my expectations, I don't, I won't say they're high, um, but I will say that, and again, I think I was talking to you. Yeah, no, I was talking to a couple of my, uh, like on my other uh, group guys text group list and we were talking about this and i was like based on what i've seen for Zack snyder there's stuff that i absolutely love man of steel 300 um stuff i really like watchmen stuff i won't mention like sucker punch and then there's a couple other things in there i thought you weren't going to mention I, it yeah i know right <laughs> martha uh um, why'd you say uh, that name and then stuff I thought were was okay was decent, which is Batman v Superman. So my I I want the I still floor. Want to mute, I want to mute you right now so bad. I want the floor of this mute. movie. Mute. I assume the floor, the absolute worst it could be is the um, ultimate edition of Batman v Superman, which other again I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. 
it still had the one issue that it couldn't get rid of, which was Jesse Eisenberg. That's for me the biggest issue of that movie is Jesse Eisenberg. You mean the Riddler playing. masquerading as Lex Luthor? That was very. Exactly. That was a very strange uh, character choice. Exactly. Um, but from a, a plot standpoint, as far as the narrative goes, the Ultimate Edition is it's far superior to to the theatrical cut. Okay. I'll never watch the theatrical cut again. Me Just me, it's like Lord of the Rings. Except the even the theatrical cut of Lord of the Rings was great. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> man, that was some bullshit so, right there. They should have put the 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 full cuts out in the movie theater in the movies. Yeah, that, like, that's cash grab, man. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. You know, but, and I've bought like I've bought those in like almost every iteration too. I still haven't got the Blu-ray versions of those. Yeah, that's the the one I didn't get. I had the that's... DVD and I bought it on digital, four uh, K digital. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm it was have, like nine ninety nine for all three of them. It was crazy. It was some weird iTunes or no, they were they were four ninety nine each is what it was. There was like Holy some crazy crap. stuff. I was like, hell yeah, they you could get those all three of those and then all three of the Hobbit extended for four ninety nine each. And I yeah. did not buy the Hobbit extended because the Hobbit yeah. should have been one, maybe two movies, two movies. Um, at max they could have done it in one easily but that again was another cash grab uh, the battle of the five armies was a train wreck of a oh, movie the, so it was is. the desolation of smaug you you can and, see during the desolation of smaug the edit that was supposed to be at, yes. at the middle of the first movie yes so, yes you could and yeah. it's like wait you you film this and then you like said hold on let's like cut here and like move this to the end of the editing program and let's like fill in with with this nonsense yeah. um i will say the the only difference between the hobbit and lord of the rings is in lord of the rings they walked everywhere and in the hobbit they ran um <laughs> so but no i'm um i'm excited for this i'm 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 i i am excited because i want to see the difference <laughs> Um, I believe filmmakers should get their own view. I think that they should change the director from the theatrical release to Joss Whedon, um, even though that's not up to Warner Brothers. That's the director's Guild of America. Um, but yeah, so we will we will see. Um, I will say this when we were talking about Ezra Miller, like the 10 second scene we have at the end of this trailer of him talking about the uh, dark side. Um, or I don't know, it might've been Steppenwolf when they were talking about, uh, how, you know, he's, he's beaten all these things mm-hmm. on thousands and hundreds of world. That 10 seconds was the best ever Ezra Miller as flash that we've seen because he, in that, that little scene, he actually reminded me of something that Barry Allen would say Yeah, and not in a, I just run, I just run real fast and push people. Yeah, not stupid stuff like that. You guys have been in fights, and I'm just a guy. I, yeah. I'm a guy who's fast, but I'm still just a guy. Yeah. So and Do you oh, have something again, to Ste- eat. Steppenwolf looks so much better. So like, much yeah. better. His lips move. His lips move now. I mean that that right there is a is a plus. Um, and, and the biggest thing, like before we leave, uh, I want to say is that from the start cyborg was supposed to be the heart of that movie and that was you know snyder said that on multiple occasions yeah and it looks like that's gonna come to fruition yeah i don't know if ray fisher can carry that though i i don't know i you know again it's tough to say because again directors certain directors and again you have people that can act no matter the director but let's not kid ourselves that certain directors can hamper someone's performance and again with some of the stuff that has come out 
you know, about what he's been saying about Jeff Johns and Joss, Joss Whedon, Whedon and Joss Whedon. John like, Burning Man. I don't remember his last name. But yeah, no, you're right. And and I think so, he may have had a very uh toxic experience on on the film. Um and it's funny, like Jeff Johns is this like revered dude in comics. Um and to me, he's like the Vince Russo of comics. He's really good at starting storylines. He has no idea how to get <laughs> out of them. Russo. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he, he starts great storylines. He has no idea how to get out of them. Like, um, you know, you had the, the whole Green Lantern Rebirth thing followed by the War of Light with the, you know, all the, you know, all the cores, the Lantern Core Wars. And then you had the, the, um, the Black Lantern stuff as the the next follow up trilogy, and that one never actually ended. It just went into the um, you know, the White Lantern stuff, and like it just kind of like okay, like but what was the outcome of of you know the heroes fighting all the heroes and villains back from the dead because of Black Lantern rings? Oh, nothing. You know, yeah. um, it's kind of, it's kind of like what Stephen King gets is that you know he's notoriously his endings a lot of times are just. They, they just don't keep up with the the excellence of his, you know, acts one and two. Yeah, I feel so, his acts one and two don't really keep up with the uh, reputation Stephen King has for being a good writer. Yeah, I, I think he's a he's he can be like he's had some great stuff. I I, I don't think that's there's any denying that. <laughs> I, I, don't, but, I just don't I don't like Stephen King. But, yeah, but I don't like horror. But, I don't you yeah. know. So but he I will say it's yeah, it's not for everybody because it's he does take his time to a point that in some books it's works and other books, it just doesn't work. Yeah. So I, Hey, so my it, favorite yeah. book is Dune. Like I'm okay with people taking their time to get to yeah. where they need to go. Um, yeah. So some well, people will call Dune boring. I call Dune methodical and awesome. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, yeah. So no, the Snyder cut. So four parts next year. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens. All right. So the next thing, back to the PlayStation, uh, Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. Uh, this was, I feel like this little video package that we got is on par with the DC, um, DCU online video. Oh, that we I got. love that trailer. Amazing. Lantern, get over here. Yeah. Um, Shazam. Yeah. And then, and then, and uh, then, Superman rolls up on Wonder Woman, and Lex Luthor stuffed her corpse full of kryptonite. That was yeah. insane. Um, but yeah, no, I like this was great. I, I thought like you got to see Captain Boomerang, you got to see King Shark. I don't understand why they're not going with a more traditional Floyd Lawton. Why? Yeah, like that's... it's like like Floyd Lawton was kind of like you know a redneckish character, you know, right? But like, uh, and. Will did not do Floyd Lawton justice. He did not. He really Actually, didn't. That's one thing Arrow did much better than the book. Well, I, I, and I, that I, was that was the thing that like got me like down on the David Ayer Suicide Squad in the first place is because they're like, well, we can't have two dead shots, and we certainly certainly can't have one who's white that's really good, and then Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's Will Smith's ego. I think I'm one hundred percent think that will smith is like was and i can't prove that it's a conspiracy theory on all parts <laughs> but i really do think he was like well uh yeah that guy's really good and i don't want to compete with that and be compared to that well honestly i don't think that's the case well i think it could be the case because the ego but also remember they had an amanda waller kill too in the um yeah arrow 
Yeah, but like Nivea from Spartacus was not the best Amanda Waller. Yeah. So, but no, they they got her okay. killed. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, but they killed her because of the Suicide Squad movie. Right. Well, yeah. Um, no, I get that. I mean, but, I understand. But they think we're so dumb that we can't have we can't two tell. insane yeah. characters. And you know, uh, now they're embracing the multiverse, which you know that's what the Flash movie is going to be about. The is mm-hmm. is opening the multiverse. And we're going to get a black Batman. We're going to get um, the, you know, honestly, if we get the black Superman from the multiverse, that's kind of cool. As long as the bunny comes with him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to do that in like, you know, uh, who were we, who was I watching? The, the one company was talking about how DC went broke and now they're getting woke. And that's just a recipe for disaster, um, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think Jim Lee is just so bad at his job that when he says, oh, we're going to have diversity and inclusivity, like he doesn't actually know what he's talking about there. And yeah. um, again, he should just stick to drawing and and let the professionals who understand how to craft a universe be the publishers. Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah. But okay, so you said like this one is actually the one behind the Rocksteady Studios. Yeah, so this, this is, is Rocksteady that... for sure. Okay. So okay. So um, but yeah, I mean, this looks great. And then like the whole time, Harley's like, "Who was the who was the thing we had to kill? The person we had to kill?" Yeah. And then Superman shows up, and she's like, yeah, "Oh hey!" And then <laughs> and then he he totally like uh, disintegrates that soldier. Um, yeah. and it's like, oh. So Ooh. in that trailer, there was more, uh, there was more camaraderie and more chemistry between the that them in that trailer than there was in the entire Justice League movie, the original or Justice League, the entire Suicide Squad movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, so I just not even again, like. Going, did you say? Com- do you mean? Did you say camaraderie or did you say chemistry? I meant chemistry. Well, I'm just I I just wanted to to like you know, because I agree like, um. It was uh, it was definitely um, a, they were a team and a, a little fan, a little family of uh, of assholes. So like, because you it's like, have I mentioned it? I never miss because you never shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> but this um, game, I think it's not coming till twenty twenty two. Yeah. So so I did like that they all had jetpacks. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So I'm hoping you get to fly around on a jetpack in the game, yeah. like Rocketeer style. Yeah, I, I think this game is going to be a little bit more zane is a little bit zanier than the more quote yeah. unquote grounded uh, Gotham, Gotham Knights. Knights. Yeah, but I mean this hell. game has to be ridiculous if you think yeah, Harley Quinn. Yeah. yeah, if you think Harley Quinn can step up to Superman. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me a, a little bit of some of the trailers I've seen of uh, of Fortnite. Yeah. Like so, for instance, like they just left the trailer, like Thor, like brought in Iron Man, Wolverine, your favorite, uh, and a, you know She Hulk and a couple other ones to fight Galactus, like in this new season of What um, is Wolverine going to do against Galactus? Uh, get burned to a crisp like he did against the Sentinels back in the Days of Future Past, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, ah. <sighs> But yeah, the Greg, yeah, this, Grun- I really the Greg have, Grunberg I hear- of the of the X Men. <laughs> I really have fun with this um, 
more of a cinematic trailer. Yeah, like, yeah, it was very cool. It, it like, was a lot of fun. There's no gameplay to this yet. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, this game is still early, early on. And the fact that they were able to provide that, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, okay, so next up is Wonder Woman 1984. Um, so the only reason, the only concern I have for this movie was Act 3 was so bad of Wonder Woman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and DC... And, and this is the same thing with, with Suicide Squad and the, the Snyder Cut. DC is so good at trailers. Mm-hmm. They're so good at, at putting out a trailer that's like, okay, I really... And, and this will come into play with the next topic as well. But it's like, okay, I really, really want to see this. But then you go to the movie and you're like, two-thirds of this movie was really good. And then I walked out of the movie like, what was that? Yeah. So uh, John Campia was talking about this and he's like, Patty Jenkins can do no wrong. It's like, um, you saw the third act of Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. So like, I think if Patty Jenkins would have been left alone to make the Wonder Woman movie she wanted to make without having to tie it into the larger DCEU, it would have been all like the first two thirds of that movie. And, And we would be talking about like this probably should have been nominated for best picture type of a thing. Like, I think the first half of that, the first two thirds of that movie was that good. Um, I am not excited about Kristen Wiig as cheetah. Um, one, because Kristen Wiig is another one of those. She's super hit or miss. And we've seen so little of her and she was chewing up so much scenery, um, that it was kind of like, eh, um, and uh, the CG for Cheetah is obviously not done, apparently, which, which yeah, for a movie that was supposed to come out last November uh, has me worried. Uh, I think Pedro Pascal is a stand in for Donald Trump. So we're going to get a lot yeah. of politics in this one, which I don't really want out of my Wonder Woman movie. No. Um, but Chris Pine is a treasure. Yes, he is. He, he, he's awesome. And, uh, you know, and Gail now- Gadot. Gal Gadot is great. I mean, she's 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 a great like. Not only does she look the part, which I think is is honestly the most important thing about Wonder Woman is looking the part aesthetically, mm-hmm. but like she brings like this really cool like heart and innocence and and joy to the mm-hmm. character that has been missing from the comics. You know, like this, she reminds me of the way Susan Eisenberg played her on Justice League Unlimited. Um, you know, with with the you know, the badass warrior spirit, but then at the same time, she's also, you know, um capable of making fun of Bruce, you know. <laughs> yeah, I like the whole Kristen Wiig thing, I'm still not sold on her. They couldn't have found an actress of color to play the bad guy. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, like maybe maybe Kristen Wake should like step down and and say, "Hey, can you you guys cast a different actress in this?" Yeah, uh, so. cheetahs are native to cheetahs are native know, to Africa. Africa, so, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my sweatpants from Extract and put them on and make Jason Bateman mad. So I'm gonna get my I I'll get my parachute pants with my uh, Dude, red, white, and blue. It's everybody hat. parachuting now. <laughs> so uh, uh, the ba- I, my favorite line is. The way I fly, they'll never find us. They have radar. Uh, Don't. Yeah, I forgot to tell you about it. <laughs> like, are they going to shoot at us? What? So, so 
Um, I, so I'm I'm a little bit worried. Like the like my big worry, biggest worry is not necessarily her or it, or even the fact that the CG might turn out to be a Black Panther. Yeah, final fight right. CG, which was oh god, that was some of the worst CG I've ever seen. Well, I mean, it wasn't just the final fight; it was like most of the CG in the in that movie so, looked like Tech Mobile. So, well, I'll just say the, the that final fight between those the, those two stood out. It was so sure. bad. It was like again when I was just talking about uh, the okay when I was talking about uh, Battle of the Five Armies. Some mm-hmm. of the CG in that movie was god awful yeah but i'm what you said about pedro pascal who, uh, i you know i love the guy as an actor but yeah. I, I, the whole him as a stand-in for donald trump yeah so they're saying i hope i'm wrong that, on that yeah I hope, so I really hope i'm wrong on that so here it says charismatic a charismatic businessman and entrepreneur who is famous for tv infomercials Director Patty Jenkins stated Pascal's performance as Lord is inspired by Gordon Gecko of Oliver Stone's Wall Street and by Gene Hackman's portrayal of Lex Luthor in Richard Donner's 1978 Superman film and denied that Donald Trump was the main influence for the portrayal with Jenkins describing Lord as a villain with potential to be dangerous and scary. So like the fact that she's denying it, it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. Okay, I, I like I, it's kind of funny the whole Gene Hackman thing. I could kind of see that, like that cheese, the Gene yeah. Hackman cheese oh, yeah. of uh, Lex Luthor, the greatest criminal mastermind in the world, the greatest <laughs> criminal mastermind of my time. So, Miss <laughs> <Tessmacher. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but uh, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I like Pedro Pascal. Like, I, uh, what was that show on USA? Um, with the house um, on the beach with the undercover agents. Oh, um, crap! Because Daniel Suhada was in yeah, that. Yeah, uh, who who was who was Graceland. awesome? Graceland. Thank you. Like yeah. he was fine in Graceland, right? That's the first thing I ever saw him in, and or that. Well, actually, that's not the first thing I ever saw him. Buffy was the first thing I ever saw him in, but nobody knew it was him. He was um, in Buffy, yeah. But uh, you know, he was like Graceland was the first thing where I looked him up, and I was like, "Who is this guy? I really like him." Um. You know, he was obviously great in Game of Thrones. He mm-hmm. was okay in the second Kingsman movie. Um, but that wasn't really him. That was just poor storytelling. Um yeah. and you know, as the Mandalorian, I think um he's great as the voice of the character. You know, did, he's, did you he's ever not... watch Narcos? No, was he in Narcos? Yes. Who'd he, he play? Really good in that. Uh, he was one of the main characters, um, Javier Pena. Okay, cool. But, like, so I like him. So, like, I- I'm interested to see how he does this. But, again, like, I don't want to see, like, a Donald Trump stand-in. We have enough Donald Trump in our lives. Mm-hmm. Just plain and simple. We we have enough, more than enough Donald Trump than we ever, ever need, right? Um, right. And you know it, it's just true it's it's the it's the point of the fact well, it has nothing to do with politics here we just yeah there's and, he's and that's my thing like it's not just politics but like when i understand modeling sometimes or certain aspects of a character on someone real that that's not a problem but when you are doing it for your own agenda i have an issue with that yeah so, and so i hope that's not it, i hope this is true and it's not the case yeah and, and and again the whole gene hackman is i can see parts of yeah. that in, in in his performance so so that's hopefully that's true but i will i will stay again great trailer yes wait and see for the execution of the movie 
Um, yes. All right. So moving on to our last section, we saved the best for last. Yes, the, the, the creme de la creme. The cream of the crop. The coupe de grace. The undisputed era. Boom. Champion. <laughs> uh, the Batman. That trailer. Man, first of all, you know, the Nirvana song. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't. Well, first, no, it didn't even start with that. It started with you hearing the duct tape come out. Right. Which that's always a fun time. So we have duct tape coming out. I don't know. Did anyway. I talk to you about this, about the Riddler? Uh, what I, I did not so. talk to you about this. Okay, so the big thing about the Riddler is he can't lie, right? He can't okay. lie. That's why he tells riddles. He tells on himself because he can't tell a lie. Because when he was a kid, his dad would beat the shit out of him for lying. That's a really see. I didn't so, even know that. Yeah. Okay. So you see, people that's... don't know this about the Riddler. They just think he's some fun, kooky guy with a cane. Um, no, he's a straight up damaged person whose dad did horrific things to him and fucked him up psychologically which is why he does what he does so he can't lie um so the no more lies written on the duct tape was terrifyingly awesome terrifyingly awesome yeah um i i i'm still i'm okay one i have zero reservations about robert pattinson as batman i've been saying that for months on this show yeah um because i didn't watch twilight so i don't have that as my point of reference my point of reference is the is the lighthouse and high life and some of the other things that he's done like the indie movies that he's done that are really like in harry potter um mm-hmm. you know so I, I i don't i'm not worried about him being a sparkly batman um as i i've seen some people say online uh i think he has the perfect look for a year two batman I think this is the first time they've ever cast a younger actor to play Batman who can grow with the role and they can actually do time jumps to different points of Batman's life and use the same yes. actor. So they can yeah. wait they can wait 3 years and do another Batman movie and in 3 years he can play a year 10 Batman. Yeah. And then they can wait another 3 years and he can play a year 15 Batman or something like that, you know? Um so I like it's tremendous amount of foresight, and I think he's a, I do think he's a good actor. Uh, I think the suit looks really good. I mm-hmm. I the, in some of the promotion shots we saw, I th- well one the suit looked really good in motion, um, in particular. Uh, in some of the promotional shots we saw, he had like the eye coverings, you know, with the white eyes, and then mm-hmm. he didn't, and he had the grease, the stupid grease paint. Um, I hated it in the first set of Batman movies. I hated it on Arrow, especially when his mask was just grease paint. That was lazy. Um and and I hate it now. Um so, you know, there's that. But that's that's a nitpick and that has nothing to do with him. That has nothing to do with the story. That's just my like I like to not to be able to see Batman's eyes. I think seeing that stark black costume with the white eyes is kind of terrifying. Um but yeah, I, I I'm interested. Again, this is a great, 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 great trailer. So for me, I actually like the the fate, the grease paint thing. Um, I think what and again, when you're being way to be contrary, Daryl. Way yeah, to be contrary. It, it makes sense <laughs> to me. Like when you're talking about growing with the role, you would think you know stuff like that. He's a year two Batman, yeah. so I I could see if that down the road, if they want to, you know 
throw some little um, bug eyes on him or, you know, bug white eyes on him. Yeah. That would make sense. I mean, I just, so, I don't know. It's, I like that aesthetic, right? I, I just no, do. I think, like, I, and, I, I, and I he could have had that from the beginning. It doesn't, it's, yeah. one, it's just one of those things. But, um, you know, so, yeah. So for the tra- trailer standpoint, I just, I love, like one of my like uh, one of my friends said it best, and he said it has the, the a, a, uh, not saw but a seven type feel to mm-hmm. it, and, and it really really does. And I, and again I, with trailer, but I really really love just that type of mood and atmosphere mm-hmm. I got from that trailer of you know how the tone of the movie, right? And again we can't can't and again we didn't see a lot of action. Well, but the action we did see see was good, and it was perfect. It was not that goddamn Nolan style of fighting. Oh, where you can't, yeah, you just can't discern anything, and you have a seizure from the shaky cam. Yeah, that's one thing that if you look back at the Batman movies, uh, the Nolan Batman movies, that hit the fight scenes do not age well at all. The movies, never mind. I've said my piece. Well, well, you know, I don't like. I only like Batman. I only like Batman Begins. I I don't think that. Yeah, I've told you that too. Like that, I think Batman Begins is the best of the three movies. Yeah, I mean, the Dark Knight should have been called the Joker, um, you know. And again, there was a, you know, or Batman v Joker or something like that. But and again, there was enough time in that movie to kill the Joker after Heath Ledger had died and to keep Two Face around for the mm-hmm. next movie. And then we don't get the ridiculousness of I was born in the darkness, you but adopted it. <laughs> That actually wasn't even the problem with that movie. No, was, but I mean well, that was a I, lot of problems. No, it was movie, the fact so. that five minutes of screen time took forty-five minutes of, or forty-five minutes of screen time took five minutes of like what should have happened in the movie. Yeah, the bomb. that's true. Oh so. god. But anyway, so I really like this trailer. Same. Uh, I like the tone. Did, I the, loved seeing the, the Batmobile. I loved seeing yes, the Batmobile. I want that. I want that. <laughs> yeah, I would like the, to quote Tony Stark in Iron Man Two. I want it. Yeah. I want one <laughs> but colin farrell looks nothing like colin farrell no no nothing I didn't at even, all i didn't even realize that it was supposed to be him until like after the fact yeah so again i'm i'm hoping they don't overload this with villains you know with, yeah. with super villains let me let me rephrase that because like it's year two right there shouldn't be a whole mm-hmm. lot of them yet um but uh but yeah i don't know Oh, I'm looking at a I'm looking at a headline from Hyper Hyper Beast. The Batman may, may be the franchise's most grounded live action film thus far. Batman shouldn't be grounded. Batman needs to be fantastical. And and like like God bless him, Burton got it right. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Like even in year uh-huh. two, right? Even in year two, he needs to have the gadgets. Um, but it's it's got to be dark though. It yeah. does, yeah. So I did like the uh, I liked the Batcave, you know, because it was it was growing. Um, you saw some of the vehicles in there and stuff. Uh, you know, Batcow was in the background moving around and. Yeah, <laughs> I just love. As long as the film turns out well, this uh, as long as it turns out well, or at least it doesn't do a Dark Knight Rises, I'll I'll say that. Yeah, this was ca- perfectly captures the tone of the Batman movie that I'm, that I was that I was kind of looking for. So there's that, and again, 
it's a trailer. It's still is there a release date on that? Like probably um, like October. I think it's October. October first, twenty twenty one. So, okay. uh, I gotta say, I'm excited as Paul, to see Paul Dano play the Riddler. Um, he's he's a like I guess I I don't know if he's really considered a young actor anymore. He's probably in his thirties. Um, but uh, yeah, he's I like you know I've I've liked him and like he was in Little Miss Sunshine. He was in There Will Be Blood. He's been. Um, he's been in a lot. He's got a really cool, like, uh, filmography and, uh, you know, he's, he's, a he's an interesting choice. Like Pattinson is an interesting po- choice to be Batman. He's an interesting po- choice to be, um, the Riddler. Oh, he was in Looper. That was the other thing I liked him in. Um, goddamn Ruin Johnson. But, uh. But yeah, so I like I said, I'm excited to see this movie. I'm I'm excited to to see where 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 they take the Batman in in this particular universe. I really hope this is Matt Reeves, you know, um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes and not War for the Planet of the Apes. You know what I mean? Yes, one hundred percent. So, but uh, the war yeah. that wasn't a war. <laughs> It was a minor skirmish. Minor skirmish at the Planet of the Apes. It's just what it was. Um, you know, and yeah, so anyway, um I like I said, I enjoyed this much more than Comic-Con at home. I think for one, it was because it was just one topic, one one line of IP. Um two, I think they learned a lot from Comic-Con at home, what they did wrong, and they did a lot more right here. Uh and I think they really came hard with the the special like presentations and features and clips and trailers and um, like one of the things I didn't put on here because the trailer came out months ago, but the the new clip for Man of Tomorrow, uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow animated series or uh, oh, yeah. animated movie that animated just looks movie. awesome. Yeah. I mean, that looks really good. So I watched uh, Superman versus the Elite the other night again after watching that trailer because it's like man, they like this. This is a good. This will be a good Superman movie, um, and I'm excited for it. And plus, you get like a really cool looking John Jones. Yes. So yeah, I, I I agree with all that. I I think this was a major step up from Comic Con. And again, I was asking you before the start, what is that that's coming up in a couple weeks? There, so DC has. So it second. looked like it. Like I went to the to the fandom site, and it says there's another like live stream coming in two weeks. So I don't know if they're just replaying it or what, because it looks like it's the same uh, the same panels just on September 12th and 13th. So. Okay. So, but so yeah, if you I missed it, was- yeah. So if you missed it. You, you have a chance to to watch it. Um, I, I will say if you if you if you missed it, just head to YouTube and, and search up DC fandom. And there's a ton of just like really good commentary videos on there. And, uh, you know, like all the clips of, of, of things that, that you may have missed. So, yeah, Den of Nerds had a good one. Um, the what's the one guy that I just started watching that you Young yeah. Ripper. Yeah, Young Ripper 95. Young if if you guys aren't like 59. if you what? 59, thank you. If you guys yeah. are interested yeah. in like DC Comics at all, check out Young Ripper 59 on on YouTube. Uh I think his name's Eric Gray. He uh Eric he, July. Eric July, thank you. He yeah. does some great like 
commentary on the comics and stuff like that. He's obviously like, like I feel like he and I are kindreds because he's obviously a fan of of the comics. And I think he does say pretty regularly, like Batman is my favorite character and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I, I'm really enjoying like catching his commentary on things. Yeah. Um, He he was the reason I started reading the new Thor books. Oh, okay. He said it was, it wasn't too bad. And I was was like, Oh, let me check it out then. So, and I actually kind of liked it too. Yeah, so. I don't know. I really liked what he said about the NBA the other day. So I'm just gonna leave yeah. that alone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, all right, man. Um, this short one this week. We're just over an hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we talked for a long time last week. Anyway, yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, it's just I, I. Hopefully, this is a turning point. I'll say for you know the. D- well, I'm going to say the DCEU, but it's not necessarily that it's shared universe. But you know what? If, if they're going to do movies like the Batman, and I, I would mention a movie that the Joker mm-hmm. or Joker that aren't necessarily tied together, just do good movies. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. you said about Patty Jenkins, if she would have been able to make the Wonder Woman she wanted, not connected to anything, you know, how good it could have been. Right. Just do that. Just focus on making good movies. Don't focus on a shared universe. Focus on making good movies. Yeah. And because the characters are there, you know, I mean, they're there. I mean, they have the most recognizable characters on the planet. I don't, Absolutely. I don't care how well Marvel has done at the box office. There are no two characters more recognizable on the planet than Superman and Batman. Yeah. None. Uh, I, I would challenge that in this regard, like for the young generation coming up, coming up with the MCU movies, that'll be different. But there's so a, I'm, a, I'm talking, there's I'm a talking much, worldwide people who yeah, like, say, like so, people who don't even know anything about superheroes. Yeah, they know who Superman much, and Batman. Are. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like there's a much bigger, I guess you would say, uh, pool of people that know Mythology. these characters. Yeah, more than they know the MCU. Yeah. So the people that grew up through the MCU versus the everybody else that, like you said, you know. But think like, back to the like, think back to like who's Batman, right? Or who's Superman? I mean, but know? they may who's not Wonder know Woman. who like plays the characters, but they knew who they are because they yeah, have actual symbols I mean, yeah. that they wear on their chest. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, right? exactly. Captain America right. wears a generic star on his chest. Iron Man wears a light bright on his chest. The only one with like a logo on their chest is Spider Man. So Spider Man's one of the well, but biggest, right. well, most well known characters hmm. out there. I wonder what the 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 correlation is there. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no, I yeah, I'm like you. Like I I I came out of I went into this kind of like this is gonna be dumb. Um, I'm not gonna like anything that they have to say. I will say the announcement of Milestone really made me happy. Um, the the video game stuff really kind of put me over the edge. And then the fact that they had really good movie trailers, really, really good movie trailers, um, has me cautiously optimistic. So when you said that, you just reminded me of that Vince meme, the Vince McMahon, like the three stages. Like, so when they announced the milestone, you're like, ah, yeah. You know, when they did the video games, oh, and then like the crazy Vince McMahon, like <laughs> orgasmic face when they, like we watched the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> Like I mean, the Batman trailer was so good. I mean, I've probably watched it four times. Yeah, I've I've watched it quite a bit so. too. I just again, I just love that tone. Perfect mm-hmm. musical choice. And I lo- I love so. Nirvana. So yeah, exactly. So, 
but yeah, I, I'm cautiously optimistic to see what you know these movies and what what they're gonna what DC is gonna <sighs> be doing for the future. Yeah. And again, for me, it's going to be more of the movies, the TV shows, and and I, I include animated in that. Yeah. And the game, video games. I'm again, I'm not as huge into the DC comics as you are, but well, so the the. So the comics right now, right, are really interesting because they have the Joker War that that is it just kicked off really. I mean, it's it's in, let's see, part three came out. So part I think part four and five come out this week. Um, so that's interesting. And then uh, there's or uh, I think no part uh two of the tie-ins come out this week. I'm sorry, but then this week comes the three the start of the three Jokers. So since Rebirth started, there's been three versions of the Joker running around, and that's right. interesting. And from what I understand, this first issue was really good. So um, I'm it's waiting for me at Queen City Comics to go get. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I mean Batman. So this is gonna run from Batman ninety five to one hundred, um, and then it's gonna like run through Nightwing and Red Hood and Teen Titans and you know Detective and uh, I think Batgirl. Um, but yeah, so it, it's but those are tie-ins. They're not like there's actually a main story that you can read without any of the tie-ins, uh, which is mm-hmm. is refreshing for a change. But you typically do have to read the tie-ins to to get the nuance of the story. So so yeah, um, wait for the trade, <laughs> plain and simple. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, I mean as a as a lifelong DC fan, I mean I'm sitting here like I have you've seen the shelf that sits over top of my my computer, one half of well a third of the shelf is R2D2 and then what's left half is Cyclops and half is Nightwing with uh, a green arrow, uh, a couple Robins an Aquaman and a Batman, you know? And so it's like, and that's like almost all my DC stuff that's out right now. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to having more of, of that, you know, more good, more good stuff from DC. Yes, please. And so. thank you. <laughs> Don't don't disappoint us like we did like Justice League. Oh, I mean, it's not just Justice League. I mean, it was Batman vs Superman. Like the whole idea. Well, here's the thing: is Man of Steel was never the kickoff for a shared universe. No, it wasn't. And as much as I love it, it wasn't. And you know, I you know, I was I was lukewarm to it when it came out. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um. But I've since, like, because of Henry Cavill, like, I've definitely, like, taken a second look at it and, like, definitely enjoy it a little more um, to the point where I actually finally bought it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so, all right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, uh, yeah. everyone. So uh, thanks, thanks to <laughs> Julian Brown for still continuing to uh, back us on Patreon. Um, if you guys are interested in joining, it's patreon.com slash infamous podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, uh, go give us five stars on, on, uh, Apple, uh, Apple podcast. Um, that would be outstanding. Someone gave us a three star review and I want to know who did it. Email Daryl. <laughs> uh, oh, Daryl finally put a bio and a picture up on the, um, on the website. So that's worth checking out. Um, wink (laughs) and when i say daryl put up there's definitely air quotes around daryl put up a bio in a picture so uh yeah make sure to go check that out that was that is pretty funny oh i i I, see i wanted to like see your face when i did it like i almost like video tried to video chat you to be like hey 
Look at that. So I can watch you. I want to. I want to watch you see the humiliation that I put forth. <laughs> I keep. I keep. There's no humiliation. It's awesome. It's the. It's the best picture of all time. Anyway, uh, cool. On that note, we'll see you guys next week. Later. See ya. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, with new episodes out every Sunday. You can find more information about the show online at infamouspodcast.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at infamouspodcast. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting app. If you're enjoying the show, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash infamouspodcast for our new tiers and rewards. The Infamous Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Brian Tudor, with music provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. You can find me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Brian Tudor. So whenever you're listening to the show, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Later.